Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Right now, we bring to you the man who made perhaps, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, the biggest defensive impact play in Super Bowl history. It is Malcolm Butler. How's it going today? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, we're going to try to put some pressure on you. Let's All go. Right? Let's go. You are in the A number one hot seat. We had Emmett Smith on. He brought us tequila. We had Rondé Barber on. He brought us chicken. What have you brought, and are you going to ki- give it to us as we try to plug Ola our way through this entire thing? <laughs> man, first of all, shout out to Moolah Sports, man. The Revive Recovery Boots, I think all athletes should use these, not just athletes, anybody that's, that's, on, their feet, that's on their feet each and every day, nurses, firemen, uh, cheerleaders, don't matter, man. Th- these boots will bring, you back, will bring you back to life. You don't have to go get a massage. You don't have to sit in a hot tub. You can just pull up these up charge them up, put them boots on, and get back in the game. And just to help out, we'll be giving things as well. If you go to MuellerSportsMed.com, that's M-U-E-L-L-E-R, SportsMed.com, you use the discount code RADIO2023. We're hooking some people up with that discount as well. So we're, we're giving back. Is that a 23% discount? That's awesome. It says it right there. It's 23%. So that's, everyone listening, that's, that's nice. you're welcome. Now, <laughs> we were just having a conversation. You looked intrigued. This conversation makes me a little sad. How do we fix the Cowboys? Because here we are, yeah. 27th straight year. We're like, hey, the Super Bowl, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I, like, I like the Cowboys. And... I thought they was going to go far this year because they showed a lot of potential this year. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't want to say it's Dak. I don't want to say. I don't know. It's just every time y'all get in that position, every time. I ain't going to say y'all. I don't know who is Cowboys fan. <laughs> right. Every time they get in the position to go to the big game, it's always failure. Tell, it's always fail. Obviously, you've won a championship. Talk about maybe at the end of the season, the Cowboys seem to the last two years, both 12 and 5 years, good years, but as it gets to the end, it gets to the playoff time, they're not playing their best football. Talk about as a team, how do you play your best when it matters the most? Um, or create that momentum going into the playoffs where there's this true, like, yeah, we are the best team. Look, I remember Bill Belichick used to always tell us, like, the beginning of the season, that's fine. That's cool. But, like, as the season goes on, teams going to start seeing what you're good at, what you're good at and what you're not good at. And they're going to use that against your advantage. I don't know if, like, the organization need to change the scheme up or the guys are not finishing hard enough at the end of the season because, like, like week 10, like week 10, 11, that's when football really starts. Yeah. Like, that's when – the playoffs, like everybody trying to get a spot in the playoffs. And, like, you just got to keep going from there. You either good or you're not. You either going to execute or you're not. Like, 
the, the, the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl because they did those things. But you want the Eagles to lose, right? That's because we're all pulling for the oh, Eagles to lose. Oh, because y'all Cowboys. Oh, I'm game. such a <laughs> hater. I got to let you know, I'm a Tom Brady hater, too. So I I, I, I'm, I got haterade going The one me. time he rooted for the Eagles was when when Tom Brady was uh, trying to win another one. So he was like, no, nope, I'm rooting I'm rooting uh, for actually for the Eagles. You're rooting for yeah. the Eagles in that one. Oh, yeah. man. Just, tough. I know. I'm the worst. Who, who y'all going for? I mean, of course, the Chiefs. We're Dallas people, so I can't root for the Eagles yeah. against not Tom Brady. Patrick's yeah. dad played for the Texas Rangers. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, he kind of grew up close to the, we call it the Metroplex, Dallas-Fort Worth area, just a little bit outside. So, even though Jalen Hurts is a Texas guy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I, I, I say I go with the Chiefs, but I just think Hurts got a overall good team. He yeah. got corners. Linebackers, D, uh, that D offensive line. line is good, and then you yeah. got the offense. And then, like, if the Chiefs play pretty good, they they I get if they defense, if the defense play good, I think they'll win. Because like I was looking at some stats last night, the Chiefs what averaging, but they giving up six yards of a carry. Yeah, the, the and they O line and the Eagles O line is good. Yeah. yeah, both the Eagles struggle with run defense as well. I'm really fascinated to see how that plays out. I always wondered this since you got to play with Tom Brady, and I think he's the greatest quarterback. Of I, all know. Time. I, I he know he can be second, but um, how much do you watch the game when you're not on the field? As in, you're on the defensive side now. Tom Brady's going out. How much do you get to watch the game during the game, or are you studying just what you're going to do the next possession that you're out on the field? So, like, I'm like me as a defensive player. Yeah, as a defensive player, how much are you watching your offensive team? Um, like me watching my offense. You're yeah. sitting on the sideline because you just oh, got okay. three and out. So, 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 so like, so basically, I I really can't like look at the jumbo stream and see I, I i just look at formation three wide receivers here three wide receivers there is the ball moving yeah but <clears throat> i really didn't really look at the game like that yeah. while i was in the game but like well if i'm at home on the couch mm-hmm. i sit there and try to evaluate stuff try to be a coach and stuff like that but uh damn i lost questions no i just <laughs> always wonder, you know as, as as somebody is uh you know you're watching Tom Brady drive the ball down. Oh, the field. Yeah. I just wonder how much you're getting to watch it, or you're just sitting on the sideline going, no, i got to get ready for my – because I'm a former major league pitcher. I'm rarely watching my team hit because when I come into the dugout, I'm talking to my pitching coach. I'm talking to my catcher. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out who's coming up in the lineup. What did we do to him last time? So I'm wondering – but I'll get to peek and see when we have a rally going. Okay, yeah, so once I get off the field, I get go get fussed or get tapped on the back. Um, and then I see, I, I watch Tom Brady or whoever my quarterback right. is, Tom Brian Tannehill, whoever, Kyler Murray. Um, first of all, I know Tom Brady going to dink and dunk it. He's yeah. going to hit you five, six, run the ball, five, six. He's always going to try to get the ball, uh, but have, have you in like second and goal. Let me say second and three and stuff like that. And right. then try and get a 40-yard pass yeah, interference. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jump back into the uh, cornerback. <laughs> he gets it. He, <laughs> he knows gets what I'm it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, I I be trying to for, for the most part I try to lock in on my job. But it's fun to just watch the the offense move the ball, man. I know it was amazing for your career, but seriously, why did Seattle not run the ball? Yeah, man. What were they thinking? Oh man, I think. <laughs> well, you know, we did have like three corners back in three corners, and we it's goal line. It's called goal line three corners. And I guess he he must got a check like the box too loaded, 
throw the ball. But it, I, it was, what, second down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got two more chances. And, and the then, one. And then you got Marshawn Lynch. But I think I think Russell Wilson did the right thing. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> Man, I love that. Stop I, I, I love that. I, I can't. I, I think it, I, I'm I sorry. Think it did the right thing, That's man. a great way to look at it. I know it. you just fist bump with everybody else. I can't. I just can't. I get I it. think it did the right thing, but I would have ran the ball. But um, <laughs> Yeah, see? I, I would have ran the ball, but I wouldn't change it for nothing. Yeah. I, I like what he did. Uh, you you have uh, I always hear wide receivers talk about a running quarterback and Mahomes can run, uh, Jalen Hurts can run, but they talk about it like trying to block downfield and they turn around they're like oh crap now he's up on me. As a cornerback, you turn around you see Jalen Hurts running down the field. What are you? What's your first thought? He better slide. <laughs> but I look I, I see his arms now. He's he's a big guy now, and he gonna slide man. But I'm 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 gonna hit I'm gonna hit whoever. I'm 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 gonna try to make the tackle. I ain't gonna go out there and and whiff and not try to tackle you. Uh, he better slide or go out of bounds or he either gonna get past. You. Is that is that we've asked this question uh, too? You know, with the Bengals and the Chiefs, and they had that moment where they pushed late out of bounds. It was uh, Joseph Asai. Asai, yeah, yeah, and he, he pushes him late out of bounds. It costs him. How difficult is it whenever you got a guy like that who he likes to pick up three, four extra yards on the sideline? To not just be like, hey, I gotta hit him. I gotta get him out of bounds. Man, that, that, I, I'm like, I, I feel sorry about for the guy, but man, that was not a great decision. Mm. I was, that was not a great decision, man. Like his foot was out of, like, damn near, mm. damn near out of bounds. Like, let him go. Mm. You gave him 15 more yards, and then you must don't know who the quarterback is. Yeah, that's Patrick Mahomes. He he, he come out there and do anything, and get some yards. You made it so easy for him. If that if they he probably the the kicker probably would have been short that's, on that field goal. I, I can see that if he didn't push him out of bounds. Yeah, if he didn't get that penalty. But man. yeah, things happen, man. Do you have a since you were talking about Mahomes and we were talking about the game in general? Who do you have a pick for Sunday? Oh, not who you're rooting for. Like, the internet who? says it's 37-34, right? The, yeah. Uh, the Did you Wikipedia? see that Wikipedia that said the final score of the Super Bowl ahead of time? Man, it better hey, be not show up like the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons, they get it right every they time. Really they really do. get it right they really every do. time. Yeah. You're going to pick Chiefs or Eagles? Oh, it's so tough. It's so tough. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with to what I said. I'm going to go Chiefs. Okay. I'm going to go right. Chiefs. Appreciate it very much. And if you missed the very beginning, it's Revive. And if you want to go to Mueller Sports Med, that's M-U-E-L-L-E-R, sportsmed.com, you can use the radio discount code RADIO2023 for your 23% discount on this compression system that you said works for athletes across all kinds of sports. Yes, yes, most definitely, man. It works, man. Like, I go outside and you know, do my DB drills and work with kids also. And then I don't want to go back and work out with them the next day. Yeah. But I put them revive boots on, get right back in the game, baby. I'm back out there doing what I love to do. Awesome. Appreciate the time so very much. Malcolm Butler right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we jump into the lunch rush as we approach Super Bowl 57. What is the greatest Super Bowl you have ever seen? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Already getting a lot of feedback. I was curious with the Super Bowl coming upon us, what's the best Super Bowl you've ever seen? And you know what I've noticed already? Some people will say, you know, Super Bowl 27, Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Totally get that. And then other people are like, oh, I really like this game. Because if it's just off of my personal enjoyment because my team won, clearly 27, 28, and 30 popped to mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going 1992 NFC Championship game. That's uh, not a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Come on, everybody knew that was the Super Bowl. Kevin. I don't know if we were to that not point there yet. yet. Yeah, the, but was it the next year then? Or was it the, the next? It uh, was... It was 100% by 94. They were like, okay. don't even bother playing this stupid Super Bowl. There there have been a lot of fun ones. I was surprised. Unfortunately, like the Pittsburgh-Arizona one, yeah. I bet wrong on that and ended okay. up losing. Okay. Uh, but cause what's new? Um, but the uh, <laughs> oh. but that was like yeah. one of those, like it was a very entertaining right up to the last second kind of Super Bowl. I, man, the Chargers-Titans game. I had money. I, I bet on that one and got right. I got the most money I've ever won in one sitting on a bet. Uh, and Six figures. Uh, it was five. Uh, oh or four. I'm sorry, four. <clears throat> but the decimal points. Yes, Six. exactly. Um, <laughs> so, and, and also, that comes down to what? A yard and a half? Yeah. Uh, of, you know, it's like that was the moment where that was. The Rams real, and Titans. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Rams and Titans. That was, I love that, that Super Bowl. Um, guess what? What, you're looking at trade rumors and you want to know if Zach Levine's going to go to the Knicks? Well, I didn't say that. You just did. You just ruined what I was going to say. Um, no. Thanks a lot, I, Kevin. I will say in a weird way, the worst best was 28-3. to three. When it was 28-3, to three, I'm like, what a, I can't believe this. Like, this is miserable. Like, it felt like Denver yeah. and Seattle were just like, God, what a miserable game. And then all of a sudden, you're watching the end of the third and into the fourth. You're like... I don't think it's going to happen, but let me stick with it a little bit longer. It is the Super Bowl. What else do I have to do? And then by the time you got to the last three minutes, you're like, I can't believe this, but this might really happen. So Will Brinson's got a list up at CBSSports.com, and I don't totally love his list for a variety of reasons, but the games that y'all both mentioned, I believe, are both in the top ten. Yeah. Super Bowl uh, 51 with the Patriots beating the Falcons 34-28 to is number four. I think that's dumb because most of that game was was boring. Yeah. Like, like you pointed out, like late into the third quarter, you're like, this game is boring. And so there are other choices on the list. Like, so we can go through the top ten unless you all want to guess the worst Super Bowl of all time. Worst Super Bowl of all time. Was that the, uh, was was like that so the, the, the Rams with Jared Goff? That was uh, yeah, I'll put that up there because that was just boring. Seventeen football. to three was yeah. that the final that score? Was dumb. I think it might have even been lower than that. Actually, uh, was it zero? Yeah. Did they not even? No, score no, they, they did. Ten to three. They did score three. So the very last one on the list is Super Bowl twenty nine. 
the one where you pointed out, Corey, not even the real Super Bowl. The 49ers beat the Chargers 49 to to 26. That was either the biggest or second biggest point spread in Super Bowl history at the time. And I remember it kind of reminds me of the Lou Brown speech from Major League Baseball from Major League. I wonder if the Chargers head coach was like, the national media seems to think we'd all be better off if we went out and shot ourselves. Mm. It's like people just didn't care about that game. That's last. Next to last, Seattle 43, Denver 8. That was the Super Bowl that pretty much fell apart on, like, the first play from scrimmage. I mentioned that when I said how great it ended up being when New England made it a game. And that one, you just, at the start of the third quarter, you're like, maybe. And then Seattle immediately turns the ball over, like, gets uh, Denver to turn the ball over again. You're like, this stinks. Yeah, this game Because I was rooting for Peyton Manning. Yeah, no, absolutely. The third to worst on the list, Corey, I know it has a special place in your heart. It's the one that got you all the sodas in the world. Yes. Super Bowl 24. It's not a soft drink. It's state of the art. Okay. I. You hate when I say that. No, right? I don't, I don't hate when you love you, it. Just I do love, love it. it. I do love <laughs> it. Is the San Francisco 49ers beat the Denver Broncos 55-10. to 10. This next one, I think, is the one that I thought was the worst of all time. Super Bowl 35, the Ravens beat the Giants 34-7 to because the Giants had that one run back, and you're like, oh, maybe we can make a game out of it. And then I believe, didn't the Ravens, like, run the next kick right back as well? And you're like, okay, this game is stupid. I'm not sure if I'm confusing that with the Tampa Bay-Oakland game, but that's next on the list. So a bunch of garbage games. Super Bowl 27 with the Cowboys beating the Bills 52-17. to That's number 50 on the list. We loved it, but it was not particularly competitive late in the game. All right, I got a, a question for you. I don't know if you'll know this. How many Super Bowls have there been, Kevin? 56. Wow, you did know that. Look at you. Uh, next question. Though. They're in Roman numerals. How many times? Yeah, nobody knows the answer to that. How many times has there been more than 40 points, 40 points or more, scored in the Super Bowl? Okay, I know of at least three. Seven. Close. Eight. Six. Mike got it. Oh. Yeah, Mike got it with eight. There was one. On my first guess, I got it. There was one thirty-nine point game. That's wild to me that there have been blowouts the way there have been and that there have been at least one team scoring 40 points in the Super Bowl. That's wild. This is the best two teams, and you get a blowout and or you get that many points scored? There, There was a time it felt like in the late 80s, early 90s, where all you got was blowouts. We need to talk about the 49ers. The NFC dominated. Yeah, curb stomping out the Broncos, and then obviously Washington humbled Denver. The Cowboys destroyed the Bills. By the way, that one Super Bowl you were asking about, 13-3 to New England. That's like midway through the pack. That game sucked. All right, you guys. You expecting a better one out of this one then? Like uh, by far, yes. Like there, if, I don't think there's a team. Neither one of these teams can get blown out, in my opinion. It, and if they combine to score, I'm even going to say 26 points. points. <laughs> I'll be shocked. 16. I don't even understand what happened, but even 26, I would be shocked. So the top 10, number 10, Super Bowl where the Steelers beat the Cardinals 20, 27 to 23. Some people push back on what I said about Malcolm Butler. Because they were like, okay, what about James Harrison's 100-yard interception return? I do get that, but I think that was like at the end of the first half. Like, Malcolm Butler's, you can literally look at it and be like, that is why they won the game versus that's why they were going to lose the game. Yeah, I mean, that was that was going to be a game-changing moment right there. 
uh, for for Seattle. It changes the history of the way we look at Russell Wilson now. Now, don't you kind of think, like looking point. at the things when Sean Payton's like, hey, he can't have his coaches in, in our place. Yeah. Hey, he can't do these things. Doesn't it look like more like Russell Wilson gained a lot of power and was it like, I want to be this? Now I'm starting to think a lot differently about Russell Wilson, well, and, especially with that new news about him as well. And what if we had won back-to-back? It's hilarious. If they had won back-to-back, uh, it was hilarious hearing Malcolm Butler was like, no, he did the right thing for me. That was really and then he funny. Goes, he probably should have run it, though. Like Now, you know what, Kevin? If he had won back-to-back Super Bowls, now I think he would have requested an office at the NFL front offices. Like He would have been like, yeah. I need one in, in New York as well. Yeah, and there are some fascinating things going on at the, Super, at the uh, NFL office I might want to tell you about in just a second. Number nine on the list, the, Je- the Jets beating the Colts in Super Bowl three. That game made the Super Bowl viable. Like, you can, you can look at me now and be like, well, the Super Bowl is always going to be what it was. I don't know about that. The first two... The NFL destroyed the AFL, and people were like, eh, and that that game had a huge point spread. I think it was Colts by like 16, and then Namath guaranteed the victory, and that changed the way people looked at the Super Bowl. The Rams-Titans, one yard short, is eight. Super Bowl 23, that's the Joe Montana-John Candy Super Bowl where he con- it's a great moment. Yeah, it really is. Like that's what you were describing with the Malcolm Butler moment. That was a great moment that was a game changing thing. And I love that he went down and scored a touchdown and didn't have to settle for his field goal kicker to bail him out like Jeez. some people do. But speaking of field goal kickers, number six, Scott Norwood missing and helping right. inflate the false logic of that Bill Parcells. If you're on the fan Finkel. cam right now, if you're on Twitch or YouTube, there's a guy that just walked by a bald headed guy. You would be so disgusted by that man. He is on Food Network and other. Uh, he's like he goes around and eats the weirdest foods is that in Andrew the whole. Zimmer? World. Yeah, are you serious? Yeah. That's Andrew Zimmer. Yeah, he eats like the weirdest I foods ran in, the him in the world. Bathroom a couple, at Houston, Houston. Like he, you, he eats like the cheese that has the worms. I'm in not it. what. Yes. Yeah. Oh. No. No. He eats was it weird around, foods with Andrew Zimmer? Was something the, like yeah. that. Yeah, he goes around the world and eats the craziest foods that you would never try, especially See, as an American, and then talks about their flavor and everything. I'm not disgusted awesome. by him. I just wouldn't want ever, never, ever, ever to do that. That is... I would like for you to get up right now and just walk over to him and say, I'm disgusted by it. Or <laughs> that is so rude. walk back to this table and we keep discussing the Super Bowls. Or you could say, you could That's go so and say, hey... Uh, what's your deal? No, yeah, not what's your deal, but you got any You got any food in that bag of yours? And just like... I don't want it. He's going to be like, yeah, something. he's going to bring up your weird maggot cheese yeah, or whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mike, you remember when we read about that cheese? Yeah. And we were just he like, has eaten it. He's eaten it on his show. Oh, God, it's lethal. No, it's lethal. No, no, no. Don't All right, I'm just going to rattle off the rest of this list. Yeah, go ahead. Super Bowl 13, unfortunately, the Steelers beating the Cowboys 35-31. We mentioned the 28-3 comeback. That's number four. This one, I think, was pretty great. Super Bowl 52 with the Eagles beating the Patriots in the Philly special. That felt like a, well, unless you like defense, then you probably didn't care for that game. But that felt like a super fun, competitive game throughout. I didn't like it. Because of the Eagles one. Yeah. I, I get it. I really do. And then number two, the 17-14 Giants win over the Patriots with the miracle David Tyree catch. And we had him on as well. And then the Malcolm Butler interceptions, number one. So the top two Super Bowls on this list, we had the two guys that made the two key plays in those games. And I just think that that's pretty awesome. What do, you- do you want to get him on the show, Mike? 
That's fine. No, it's okay. I don't have, like, questions for him that quick, except, hey, you eat a lot of crazy stuff. Um, Is that a question? Man, there's a lot of people around Dak Prescott right now. Yeah, he's saying that. Well, he's, it looks he's, like he's doing a presser right now, right? Yeah, he's kind of on our on our Twitch right now. If you look in the background, Sleep Number has Ooh, been. I don't know if these are all sponsors or what the well, deal is. Well, I know is, he does a commercial for Sleep yeah, Number. I've yeah. seen it seven thousand times during a football game. <laughs> that is true. Do I need to get a Sleep Number? Is that what I need to do now? I need to go buy a bet, new bed. I don't know. Do you like the job, Dak? How many beds do you think Sleep Number gives Dak? Like, if Dak just calls up Sleep Number and says, "Send me forty-seven beds," and he's like, "He's like, yeah." That all feels right. too much. Yeah, right? but he just passes them out as Christmas presents. This oh is my where you, gosh. This yes. is where all of a sudden you're like, what do I get for Christmas? I'm playing football. I'm kind of busy. And you just call up sleep number and you say, I get unlimited beds, right? Give you know me 47. What? Do then, they deliver to that person's house? Well, I'm sorry, Corey. Here's the problem, Kevin. What if you forgot that you gave everybody sleep numbers last year and they're like, yeah, now I can't use this one. Just chuck it in the back with the other ones. Man, that's the life. You gave a bunch of people beds and didn't even remember. And then they're and they don't, they can't even keep them in their house. They're like, we only have a one bedroom house. Then he gives house. them Direct TV with the housewives. Yeah, yeah. See, what I envision, Mike, in your scenario they is Tocitos together. He just pulls up a sheet and there's a bed already there, and he goes, "You got to figure out how to get it home." <laughs> and you're like, "Well, this gives sucks. <laughs> I'm not prepared to go lug a bed what home." A dumb gift this is. Have you ever bought a bed in one of those? Uh, um, boxes? I have not. I knew exactly what you're talking about, though. The, the, yeah, yeah. Part, I think we bought one of those before. Well, we did for my daughter. It's actually not a bad, not bad. product. I slept on one. But it's so weird that it, it's so compact. You open up the bag, Let and then it all of a sudden, a few it just, days. Then it just starts expanding into a bed, and yeah. it becomes a bed for life. It's just, like one of those little dinosaur things, you know, the huh. little sponge that you put in the water, and then it starts to grow. Oh, yeah, I love and then you those. You take it out of the box, it turns into a full, like, the box, seriously. Remember that box we just had here moments yeah. ago? It fits in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Kevin, it turns into an enormous bed that takes up the whole room. But it's not a, a dinosaur. Or bed, but right? not a but unless you order it that way, you know. Oh, do you think beds you are shaped bed? correctly? What does that mean? What shape do you want them to be? They could be oval. You're right. There's lots of options. I I feel like for our house, they need to make more shapes and more sizes. I would I would <laughs> I would probably fall every time I try to get out of a circular bed though. That would be weird to me. My wife is like, oh, because we have a queen bed in our room because we have a smaller bedroom and it drives me insane. I want a king size bed. Oh king yeah, king size bed. It's awesome. But she is like, well, you know, if we get a king size bed, it takes up all this space, and I'm like, I don't care. I just want to sleep in this yes. room. Well, and do other things too. But I just want so much room to play. I just want to use the bed. I don't need to use the room. Uh huh. And so I just it drives me insane. And her response is just no. Because she doesn't use the room either. She just uses the bed. I measure things out on a queen size bed and a king size bed. And instead of it being a foot like wider, I just need it to be six inches wider. (laughs) I know what I just said. I'm talking about a bed. Okay. We'll they, still do Masterpiece of the Week tomorrow they, at one thirty. They yeah, don't we will. make beds in, well, I guess you can get them customized for like $80,000. <laughs> did you investigate this? No, but yeah, I did investigate custom-sized beds. It is insane what you have to pay for a bed company to make a bed 6 inches wider, but not 12 inches wider, which they probably make 50000 of those. You're like, can you make an in-between queen and king-size bed that doesn't cost more than your queen or king size bed this is nuts to me i'm sorry that conversation uh, agree no that's something i typically like that's how we talk all the See, time i Kevin. just thought mike wanted like a star-shaped bed or something that like that That would be cool that would be really cool would you fall off what i don't worry about that 
What's weird to me okay. is Sweet. all these Hall of Famers, uh-huh. Joe Montana, yeah, all these guys, Emmett Smith walking around. Dak has the biggest crowd we've seen all day long. That that is the star power that like I heard CeeDee Lamb say yesterday that nobody deserves the credit like the amount of criticism yeah. that yeah, Dak yeah, Prescott yeah. gets. I don't know if you had that planned in the show already. Yeah. But no, he you're said good. that yesterday. But that I don't know if it's the the criticism or just the simple fact that more people want to talk about him right. than anybody else. I have this question for you. Because of the position. There's a lot of current players in this room right now, right? They've come into town probably last night and they are doing a lot of interviews. If Joe Montana walked by them, and I said, who is that? To a current player in the NFL, how many current players in the NFL could see Joe Montana walk by them and go, that's Joe Montana, one of, let's just say, let's just be conservative, one of the five greatest quarterbacks of all time. What's your answer to how many current players even know who Joe Montana is and what he looks like? 55%. Bobby Belt, are you on? Oh, my gosh. Joining oh, us now, Bobby good. Belt on the A1. Hot seat. Hot seat. Yeah, it's A me. number one air. What's up? Hey, How y'all Bobby? doing? How many? You you know current players. Uh-huh. Joe Montana was in here earlier. <laughs> many of them, actually. He might <laughs> still be in here. Joe Montana walks by all the Dallas Cowboys, and not all together, individually. How many Cowboys would know that is Joe Montana, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time? Uh, 10 to 15. Oh, no. That's so much I mean, lower it's, than it's, what it's, I said. That's why Dak is so popular. Most people in this building don't even know who Joe Montana is. I mean, you look, is. You look at oh, – I mean, let's look at the fact – like Dak, for yeah, instance. He's one of the older players on the team right now, right? Dak was born in 93. Montana's last year was 94. Like, we're, we're talking about a bunch of guys who are on this team now who weren't even alive when the Cowboys last won a Super Bowl. And – yeah, I'm not stunned necessarily that there there wouldn't be. Now, maybe I'm giving too little credit. I, I want to say across the league, I think at least minimum 32 people will know who Joe Montana is because I think every quarterback who's playing would know him. Like everybody who plays yeah. the position is usually pretty studious and, and has a, a grasp on the past and I think would know, oh, yeah, that's Joe Montana. Oh, my gosh. And so, like, for instance, I think of the 10 to 15 in Dallas, Dak would definitely be one of them yeah. who would know who it is. And so, but, yeah, I don't know, 10 to 15. Maybe, maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe it's more. That just makes me sad. Kevin had a very serious topic uh, that we blew out the window with bed talk. Uh-huh. But what was your what is your favorite Super Bowl in in your own history that you can like connected to or the one that like drew you into like, all this? Um. So I was really drawn in the the first Super Bowl I remember watching was Super Bowl Thirty, which okay. was the Cowboys' last one. Makes a lot, yeah. Um. But the one where I was like the one where I think is the best game I've ever seen was probably 32, Green Bay and Denver. Okay, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. probably the best game I've seen. And, I mean, I've seen, like, all of them. That was, like, my big hobby growing up was I started, like, trading original broadcasts of regular season playoff and oh. Super Bowl games. And so, like, I've got, like, every Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, one and two don't totally exist. Yeah. Um, you were trading VHSs You would trade it? VHS. You'd copy them. You'd do a, a copy, and you there was this internet trading form. You would mail them to people in other cities. They'd mail you yours. That's what they do in wrestling. And, wow. and I, like, like, I mean, I've got, like, every playoff game, like, the Cowboys played in the 70s, every playoff game they played in the 90s. And I've, cool. I watched all of them growing That's up. That's amazing. So, I've seen all of them at the, pretty much every Super Bowl, and – to me, the one that stands out as the best is 32. Some other, like, 
ones that got a lot of votes were the the Pittsburgh Arizona Super Bowl. That was I, really good. I think I realize why Mike doesn't like it and why a lot of people don't like it. I thought the Philly New England Super Bowl was pretty top notch. It was good. It was. Uh, I, I really. I mean, Seattle New England was fantastic. Yeah, that, that's the most. We just had Malcolm Butler. On. That that's the to me that is the the game for Brady's legacy. I know Even though he had biggest, nothing to do with the finish. Well, I mean, he didn't have the interception, but I think you watch him going against, like, the premier defense in the NFL a year after Manning and that Broncos offense was just, like, run by it. I think you watch him down late because, what, they were down 24-14? They were down 10 in the fourth quarter, and he just is, like, surgical, goes down the field for two long touchdown drives and puts them ahead, and it was, like, nothing to him. And that was the game that I remember watching. I was like, if you need a case for, like, who's the greatest of all time, that's a great game to show somebody is the fourth quarter against Seattle there. But It might have been one of two Super Bowls he didn't cheat in. Now, oh, my oh gosh. gosh. Now, now I, I, I always get a lot of heat for my my one of my takes that people don't like is that Super Bowl 34 was awful. That was the Kevin Dyson at the one-yard line. Oh, oh, in your face, so Corey. It was 16 nothing. The Rams were dominated. Like, I do like the the, the great finish is, is obviously fantastic, but, like, if it can't just cancel out the three quarters before. And there have been a couple games like that. That's what I think about 28-3. That game yeah, same thing. Yeah, but in that game, Bob, Bobbert, the, it was the amount of times that Kurt Warner hit the sluggo like that's what okay. really. All right, <laughs> that's your one. Okay. Oh one. no. <laughs> no, but that, like, in, in going back to that, I tell Kevin about. It. I don't know if you know this. There was a my father-in-law was leaving to go to Vegas, uh-huh. and Adrian and I had been dating for a little bit, and I think they were seven and zero at the time. St. Louis was seven and zero, and he turned around and she was like, "It's you know, Cor- you haven't gotten Corey a birthday present," and he was like, "Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl?" And I said, "I said the Rams." And he comes back with a ticket for 13 to 1 odds for 100 bucks on the Rams. And I was graduating high school, and so that was how I was invested in that game. Nice. So no matter how boring that game was, the outcome becomes the thing for me, Kevin. Like, that's where the outcome was it. Now, the final part of it was stressful as hell. Uh, you know, and, yeah. and, but I, you're right. That I remember watching that game and going, for the most part, it's kind of boring. The Isaac Bruce hit was awesome, but yeah, man, that was so, a. It was, same with the first Patriots Super Bowl win over the Rams. People love that one. A last second field goal, like yeah, the drama's great. But again, that was a game that the Rams were awful for the first half, the even the third quarter. Like these games where it's like one team's up by a lot, the other comes back, and then it's a close finish at the end. They're they're fun, they're entertaining, but I wouldn't say they're the greatest games. Well, since you we're talking with Bobby Bell, we got Mike likes it coming up. Oh. Since you brought oh, yeah, up Russell right. Wilson, uh huh. Did you? I know we talked about it this morning. I don't know if we've made it on air. Is the charity conundrum that he now finds himself in? Yeah. What was it that Sean said? I didn't even see the article. A quarter Sean of mentioned. his money has actually gone to charity work. In a the qu- last, he's, he's given a quarter of his salary to charity no, work. That's great. A quarter of the money Wait, he what? has raised oh. with the Why Not Foundation well. was distributed in 2020 and 2021, which you can't like. If what is he holding on to the rest for? That's a great so he can pedal more water that solves concussions. And so, like, it's a weird thing. I just, that's something that, you know how people will talk about, like, why does this get talked about more than that gets talked about? It is super weird that Russell Wilson actively publicized, I have water that will solve concussions. And people are just like, well, that's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, man, 75%. That's that's what? That's 
Sierra's wardrobe. That's uh, Russell Wilson's appearance fee for his charity events. Um, yeah, that's not great. Appearance fee at his own charity yeah, events. Yeah, he's, he's, well, he's got to do that. And, uh, for example, it's... The parking spaces at the Broncos Stadium, these things all cost money. You're actually not too far off about that second part. They spent almost twice as much on salaries and employee benefits as they did doing charity things. <laughs> so they spent $1.1 million on salary and benefits and $600,000 on actual charity do you think how how common do you think that is with other nfl it's, players that like like do you think he's the only one like i'm not saying it's it's admirable or yeah that, but like do you think like we're just highlighting him and really this is probably the case with lots of others too well and not even in sports like yeah, in general if you ever go take a look at some charities and like what percentage of your donation goes to actual charitable causes i know it is shocking for people sometimes it's very low i actually Okay, so I'm gonna pull behind the curtain a little bit. This is gonna what? this will be terrible. So I can't I don't think I should say who. But just say it. There was one of these uh I, I worked for somebody who they had a national uh charity event after a hurricane or something like that where it's like we're raising money doing this, blah blah blah. Come in for your donations, yada yada yada. So I found out later from one of our people at at, at corporate that the money that they they raised, the donations all went into our company's pocket. It was a oh, trade-off no. with the charity where the charity said, we'll raise the donations, you guys get the revenue, you guys will get all the donation money, and then you just give us the donator list because if somebody's willing to donate this time, there'll be a repeat donor and we'll get to call them. And so they just wow. basically made the trade-off of, we won't pay you for the ad space. Instead, we'll just take, you guys get to keep all the donations, and we just want the donator list. Wow. That, and that makes a lot of sense because information I mean, is it's important, awful, right? Yeah. Like, that, like it, that's what people want. They want information. But that's so not what you think you're donating to. Yeah, you're right. And that's why that's, what, that's a bad, bad thing. Kevin, I, I, I guess before we get to Mike Likes It, and Mike, you can maybe hop in on this too. Maybe I use this later. What produces the the most exciting championship outcomes is it the super bowl is it the nba is it hockey or is it world well, series i would say super bowl because it's do or die immediately yeah if you get to a game seven in yes. the finals in any type of other sport you now have the super bowl situation where you have come down to it's do or die we're going to see a champion tonight and i think that's why college football and the nfl have such an advantage is when you get to the playoffs every game is do or die yeah, I, I mean, now, now, okay, which Game 7 is best? Because I think Game 7 baseball is better than, like, Game 7 basketball. Well, it's interesting you yeah, say that. It is interesting. I think, Twins and Braves. I think because you had two Hall of Famers yeah. on the mound. If you do get to a Game 7 and you pitched everybody in 5 and 6 and now we have Wally Holstaff, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that makes it a little <laughs> bit different. So have you guys what ever heard name. of that before? What a name. I do not believe I had ever heard that phrasing before. <laughs> I like it. Who started Game 7 against the Cardinals? Was that CJ on short rest or something? I remember CJ was, pitched game six because I just recently watched it. No, Colby, I mean, Colby, Colby, Colby pitched game six. game six, and then I think, I think it was CJ on short rest. It might have been. I it was, it was awful. Games, it was, they it was didn't show game seven. They lost. That's all I, I know. I know Feldman had come in in relief yeah. and, and, you know, how that game gone. So, what, thanks. Let's just go to Mike Likes. It's hard. Okay. okay, Mike uh, Likes. I want to hear what you like. Not you. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> Nobody this week I'm going to stick on, obviously, I haven't done baseball nuggets today, but I'm going to do baseball nuggets slash Super Bowl. Okay. How about this? 
Steve Cohen has so much money for the Mets. Have you seen what he did? <laughs> How much no. money does he have? <laughs> he bought a commercial during the Super Bowl. So the Mets are going to have oh, a commercial on. So when we see Doritos or Pepsi or Coke or whatever, at some point, we are going to see a 30-second to one-minute commercial where the we Yankees? see the Mets. Oh, okay. We see Francisco Lindor. We see Mr. Matt. We Jacob see DeGrom. I like this nope. idea. Justin no. Verlander, possibly. Oh, he's, the place oh he's ours now. Pete Alonzo. But I just think that's really cool. And I don't – I'm not saying that's a bad way to spend their money. Can you imagine if you were watching the Super Bowl on that's, Sunday yeah. and the Rangers had a – and you're like, wait, is this a local commercial? Yeah, and, and not in the out. third quarter when you get Trophy Nissan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Out, they just threw a whole minute commercial on the Rangers' upcoming season. How cool would that be? That would, would be awesome. I would think it'd be a little odd, actually. Okay. It, fe- it feels to me like that to me feels like the Mets are like, we got to do something. People got to know what we're doing here. Like, I, that's almost what it okay. feels like to me. Baseball has to love that, though. Like the like, Yankees would never do that. This feels like little brother syndrome. Say that again, Corey. Baseball has to love that. So why not? So here's a little bit of a tough thing. It's tough for Oakley to spend $10 million on a commercial. Oakley does have Aaron Judge. Like, he's he's an – Oakley's their, – their main guy is Aaron Judge. And when you go to stores at North Park Mall or whatever, you will see a big poster of Aaron Judge and stuff like that. Well, if I can't get the companies to spend a lot of money on promoting my best players, I know it costs a lot of money – Major League Baseball made $11 billion last year. If you do a commercial every quarter, and it's two different commercials. You don't have to have four different commercials, but I'm going to run this one in the first and the third, this one in the second and the fourth, and you're just promoting Major League Baseball is about to start. Pitchers and catchers are about to report. I do think Major League Baseball is missing a moment here. After I saw this Mets thing, and I do think it's a little bit weird but really cool that the Mets are spending that much money to promote their team, is I think Major League Baseball to maybe catch the eyes of – Guess what? When this game is over, because NFL spends money. I know it's kind of free money for them in this case. They spend money on everybody's sad, but guess what? After tonight's over, a new season starts. Yep. And that's always an interesting commercial. And I think Major League Baseball needs to spend money and say, we're going we're gonna to spend $40 million, and during this Super Bowl where 100 million people are watching, you know what happens after this game is over? Pitchers and catchers, spring training. Major League Baseball. Yeah. People are going to get to know our players right here. Yeah, no, I yeah. think that's a great idea. Yeah, so, I think that's a good idea. So that oh. just made me think of, like, hmm, interesting by the Mets, but no, Major League Baseball could could maybe take advantage of all of these eyes uh, on the prize. Yeah, look, Major League Baseball has clearly they're, – they're trying to figure out how to reach, like, a larger fan base. They're trying to figure out how to reach the younger generation, everything like that. And so, yeah, I'm, I, I think it's a little more – weird for a team to do it like yeah. the Mets like I say if it's the league itself and they're going like spring training around the corner and they highlight all their stars that's different you're trying to sell an entire brand yeah and I, I feel like that's a little cooler okay next thing I just want to talk a little bit more NBA trade deadline nothing's coming down right now an hour and 11 minutes left nothing special has happened there's rumors left and right that like Sadiq Bay possibly could be going to Golden State and James Wiseman would be the prize for uh, the Detroit Pistons. Can you say the Prizeman? There you go. But okay. like it's for for Detroit, it does make sense that you're like, look, we're going to take a guy who has really struggled in this league on a good team. Yeah. We're not trying to win. You get free minutes, right? You get 30, 30 minutes a night. James yeah. Wiseman here. Where let's we'll see just, if you got it or not. But right. Obviously, if you haven't heard, we'll just reset. Kevin Durant did get traded to the Phoenix Suns for four first round picks: Cam Thomas, Mikel Bridges, Jay Crowder. Uh, and a pick swap. So yeah. you're going to get four picks and a pick swap. And then Crowder flipped 
to Milwaukee for five for second five rangers. second round pick. Cam Reddish got traded too. Don't know if you saw that. Yeah, there's kind of minor deals. We've mentioned those. He's going to Portland, but Portland has to be upset. And so teams called Portland after that was over and go, oh, wait a second. You're trading Damian Lillard, and they have come out and said, look, yeah. you can't offer us anything to trade Damian Lillard, which is really weird because I'm sure if the Mavericks called and said, hey, you want Luka for Lillard, I'm sure they'd say, too bad, Lillard. You're gone, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just interesting here. There has not been anything that I've seen – on Christian Wood, guys, at all on Twitter in the last two hours. Nobody wants Wood? I don't think Man. so. Is, why is Wolchuk sitting in your lap? Neither do the he Mavericks. Was, uh, he, we, he just came over, and I haven't seen him much lately. Because Wolchuk wants Wood. Yeah. They uh, they share a special bond. Uh, We're beard bros. Yep. What? We're beard and soda bros. Have you all ever rubbed beards together? No, we haven't. Would do you like now? us to? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. There it is. That is called rubbing I mean, beards. It's like, uh, it's like butterfly kisses right. or whatever. <laughs> Next thing, I went over to the That's NFL the experience. You did. We will never get in Dallas because we screwed that I one up know. too bad. and We'll never get the Super Bowl, so you're going to have to travel to ever see a Super Bowl. Deal with but it. But it wasn't even open. What? So it was Wednesday yesterday. The NFL experience is set up, so I went in there. And I was like, I have on my pass, and I was like, I don't know if I should be in here or not. Kind of the lights are somewhat off, and nobody's in here. It's closed. But if you walk around like you kind of think you're supposed to be there, people will let you walk almost anywhere. So I was walking kind of almost anywhere. I agree with that. And you're like, where is everything? And then I asked somebody, I'm like, so this NFL experience, how come it's closed right now? They're like, well, it doesn't open until Thursday. I'm like, why would you have this big of a convention center? I don't know. And the thing that I did like about I did go to it in Dallas before the ice storm happened. Because on that Sunday, there wasn't an ice storm before the Super Bowl. So a week before, like the ice storm came in Monday afternoon yep. or something like that. So I remember getting to go to that, and I just thought it wasn't that crowded. Yeah. It's going to be super crowded now. We can see how crowded it is in here. I just thought for your, your city, Phoenix, man, you should have that NFL experience for – your locals on yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday before it starts getting crazy Wednesday on. What's the greatest thing, the event that you've ever? I just walked in and act like I knew I belong there, and you actually got in and you experienced that without being invited, without necessary, yeah, without you weren't supposed to be there. Because mine is Game Five of the NBA Finals when uh, the Mavs uh, beat the Heat. The fan here. Nice. <laughs> I I uh, I've never I've always been too afraid. I've see you talking about just walk uh, in, act like you're supposed to be there. I I can't do that. That that gives me too much anxiety. I'm really? Sir, I'm sure I'm gonna go to prison. Like it's it's <laughs> not good. Uh, although, have you seen the the claim that if you walk anywhere perp like with authority carrying a ladder, they will let you in anywhere because they just assume yes. you're working. Yeah. Huh. Just, Kevin, if we wanted to go into the to the Super Bowl, if you, we if just you walk bring a ladder. ladder. Look, yeah. look, if you carried a ladder and just walked into some area you're not supposed to be in, if you were looking very purposeful, they'd just let you in. Because they're like, they got to be working on that leak in the ceiling Who or something like that. Who would carry a ladder? And if somebody event. stops you, just start setting it up and like, excuse me? And they're like, oh, no, no, nothing. You go ahead. Well, I'm having to work right here, right now. <laughs> All right, to, to entice you in going back over there today, since it's open today. Okay. There is a whole panini I do want to go. I was trying to follow you yesterday, but I forgot my phone, and I was like, hey, Mike, hold up. And he was gone. <laughs> I think I heard you. <laughs> Why did you stop then? I heard somebody say my my name and there's a zillion people in here and I'm like nobody knows who I he, am. See, here. he didn't stop for us at IHOP the other day. We saw him at IHOP. We tried to give him a stop and say hi. He's just like, hello, fans. I, I want to. Walking. Yeah, no, 
I want to go over there. I know where to take you to because I walked around this whole building. All we have to do is go through a curtain. We actually always saying that. So it's it's really okay. I'm in. I'm in. All right. So that's Mike likes it. You guys be quiet. We got to tease something really big here that I have no clue what's coming up. So I'm that is very discouraging. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, we will talk with the Godfather of Sports Talk Radio, Jeff Smoyan, right here on 105 through the fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.